you know, and I would go so far as to say for lenders, uh, people in those markets is to not be complacent is it's always worth it. Sometimes it's hard, you know, sometimes taking on new technology or making a change in how you do business is difficult, but I've never been on the other side of it and regretted it. It's always brought positive change to organizations uh, from top to bottom. Hello and welcome to another episode of Fintech Confidential, the show where we dive deep into the world of fintech, exploring the people, the companies, the technologies, and the ideas that are shaping the future of fintech. I'm your host, Ted Huff, and today we have a very special guest with us. He's a visionary in the fintech space, a leader who's been at the forefront of innovation and driving force behind one of the most comprehensive lending solutions in the market. Today, we'll be exploring Brad's journey into fintech, the inspiration behind Virgent, and how they're staying ahead of the rapidly evolving lending industry. So sit back and relax as we dive deep into the world of Lendtec. Support provided by the Vital Credit Card. Make a statement in your wallet with a sleek metal credit card that pays you cash back when you share and spend responsibly while helping you improve your credit health. Request your invite at vital.fintechconfidential.com. Welcome to Fintech Confidential, bringing you the people, tech, and companies that change how you pay and get paid. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm glad that we can finally dive into this, and I can't wait to learn more about Virgent. Please welcome Brad Tompkins, the Chief Information Officer of Virgent LMS. Sounds great. Thanks a lot for having me, Ted. I look forward to it. We talked about a little bit of your background and and a handful of different things you've done over the years. Brad, can you share with us the journey into fintech and what inspired you in this space? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I graduated with an accounting degree and I was previously a public accountant and specializing in Uh, financial technology and auditing banks and other financial institutions. I came into my current role uh, with a really solid background understanding how lending works, how financial institutions work. But I also had a really great understanding of the gaps in their technology capabilities and the gaps in servicing certain communities within the lending space. Really, that set me up uh, about 10 years ago. A partner at the firm I was working for knew Scott Putnam, our founder, and connected us together uh, and the rest is history. What are some of the key lessons that you've learned from the early days in the industry that you keep moving with going forward? Well, I think what I've learned is kind of contrary to what you might think, as you go up the credit ladder, uh, institutions become less flexible and less agile and actually almost change averse. The technologies that are coming out are really in that subprime space. And as they grow and all of a sudden they bubble up to a a credit union's radar, a bank's radar, they've already been kind of tried and tested in that subprime space. And banks are almost behind the eight ball and traditional consumer lenders are behind the eight ball because they're risk averse, a change averse. We're here to help. And that's kind of what we see as a great opportunity for us in the space is coming out and helping them understand what capabilities are out there from a technology perspective and what they can use to expand their customer base and and bring their products to more customers. 
as you talked about bringing two people together to form Virgent, in your own words, like what was the inspiration to actually pull those things together and and launch Virgin? Scott Putnam, our founder, and Johnny Withers, who's our CTO, he was actually the chief architect of the platform. Scott was a lender. Uh, he had a bunch of non-depository lending institutions across the Southeast, about 50. And he really saw that need for a comprehensive loan management system that provided not just lender-focused technology, but borrower-focused technology. And when you bring those two things together, that's where you really find success is when you you make sure both parties in the transaction are set up for the most successful outcome. When Scout launched the platform, he immediately uh, divested himself of his stores and, and went full in on software. That was almost 20 years ago now. My focus has been business development as well as process and internal development within the company. We've been in 5,000 fastest growing companies seven of the 10 years since I've joined. Uh, so we've really had really explosive growth in our core industries and then new markets uh, that it's, it's been really exciting. So as you look at it as a CIO, how did you identify the gap in the market that Virgin is filling now to have such explosive growth? I think it's just, you know, there was a lot of complacency in the market. There's complacency in all markets, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, banks are successful. You know, they have, you know, really solid portfolios. Uh, traditional consumer lenders, they've kind of got their market. They're happy and they're successful, but they're not as successful as they could be. But they're mm -hmm. also risk averse. You know, what we've really seen is, you know, there's been obviously certain disruptive market changes, 2008, 2020, you know, that have, that really those things, although right at the time, they're hugely impactful in a negative way to a lot of people, they're huge opportunities for innovation. We had thousands of branches that could not open in 2020, you know, and, and if they were open, customers were scared to go to them. So it really drove innovation and, and people started understanding that they had to provide technology that brings their customer to them wherever the customer wants to be. That allows, you know, our lenders to service their customer wherever that customer is comfortable, whether that's in a retail location, on their mobile phone, at a third-party furniture store or consumer goods store where there are, our lenders are lending. Brad, identifying that in the marketplace, that gap that you're filling, can you share a story about a time when you realized the impact, the significant impact that Virgent is making on the market? Yeah, I mean, when we had a really large implementation uh, just before 2020, and we completed it almost right in time for that really impactful event in the financial services industry, just seeing how our customer was able to respond to that uh, period of tribulation with their capability to respond to the market, um, keep their stores open, active, to provide those products and services to customers that was when I really could tangibly see that uh, the technology we're bringing to the market, it, it's impactful to people's lives. As the CIO, how do you keep Virgent innovative and ahead of the curve in the rapidly evolving fintech landscape? It's focus on the product. 
That's the key in our industry. Uh, don't focus on the marketing. Focus on what makes the product the best product. Can you share an example of a recent innovation that Virgent has released that you're particularly proud of? Our uh, customer portal has been really impactful for a lot of our customers. We built a white label portal that allows the borrower to self-service in a lot of ways. They can uh, submit applications. Uh, they can make payments, do all the things that help them be successful and be the kind of borrower that lenders are looking for. Can you expand on what that really means? Customers are more successful. Borrowers are more successful when they have access to, you know, current status of their products. You know, what is, how much do they owe? Bring to bear all these different capabilities around payments. The majority of borrowers want to pay you. You just need to make it as easy as possible. So opportunities to set automatic payments mm -hmm. uh, with different payment methods, uh, capabilities to review their documents, storing, you know, documents are easy at their fingertips. So all that capability wrapped up in a user-friendly interface, it, it really makes a big change in a borrower's success trajectory uh, during the loan life cycle. Can you give an example of how you're making that more user-friendly? No, we have, for example, multi-language support and the customer portal is a bit, was a big uh, differentiator for us. A borrower can select whether they prefer English or Spanish, for example, and that that selection persists throughout their uh, either origination process or payment process. All the vocabulary on the portal changes to Spanish. It also persists through the loan documents. So the loan documents that are presented to that customer for signing are in their chosen language. So so as the makeup of America changes, you know, lenders are seeing the writing on the wall and they're servicing groups of customers that they may not have serviced before. So that's good for the lender, obviously, and it's good for the borrowers that are in that market. Key bringing those two groups together and, and allowing them to both be successful in that transaction. As you talk about the ever-changing environment here in the U.S., I'm curious, what is the vision for Virgin for future, for the future of the lending industry? Virgin's catchphrase is any loan, anywhere, anytime. So we're going to continue the path of really striving towards being that for all our possible customers. How do you see the Lintech industry evolving over, say, the next five to 10 years? And how are you preparing for those changes? Well, I think the biggest change that we've seen and I've seen is is alternative data. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, that makes a huge difference in knowing your customer is is being able to understand them based upon the data that really tells you the true story of their capabilities. How would you define alternative data? Is that like birthdays or is that something completely different? It's completely different. So they're looking at is, you know, a customer's employment data, even customers that maybe don't work for Lockheed Martin, whose data is just readily available. But the maturity of some of the alternative data sources into employment data, uh, to uh, alternative credit based upon, uh, you know, credentialed banking information. There's so many ways that you can learn about your customer that benefits that you can really understand their ability to repay and just based upon, you know, certain information that wouldn't be on someone's credit report. We're talking thin file, no file customers that benefit the most from this type of data. 
What has been the most powerful piece of the alternative data that you guys have seen really helping you move forward with your clients? I think the credential banking has been really an interesting one, right? Because that basically gives that borrower the power to share with you insight into how they behave, how they spend their money, what their what their kind of balance cycle looks like so that you can take a customer that otherwise you may not lend to, but you understand that they're very, that they're very financially sad, right? They understand how mm-hmm. finances work, but, but you can really build that knowledge and understand what their abilities are so that you can give them the most money that they need. It's really a, a cool, uh, piece of alternative data because the borrower is giving you access into this and then you can build all kind of models off of it to better understand what their life cycle looks like within a month and what their true needs are and what their capabilities are. So this does this mean that for financial institutions or lenders of any sort that are providing services out to to consumers that if I'm a gig worker or I'm a freelancer or I'm someone who doesn't have a traditional nine to five job and my pay isn't every two weeks. It's a little bit today, a bunch more tomorrow, even less the next day. Does Virgin help those customers and help those lenders reach those customers better? And if so, how? Absolutely. The industry has been built on that every two weeks kind of model and getting a lump sum. But as, with the expansion of gig workers, really, you need to smooth out that revenue cycle for the borrower to really understand, you know, what their pay cycle looks like. That's really important. Is there anything in the, and this is me geeking out because I'm a data guy, right? So is there anything else in the data that you look at? Like I've built out systems where we used their social media footprint. We used their Google reviews. We've used a whole bunch of things. And I'm talking more B2B in this case. Is there any of that type of stuff that you're helping these lenders see as well that gives them a different perspective of what's important to the customer so they can deliver better offers to them? You could go on for days with the cool stuff that's going on in the in the underwriting space. But if you go pre-underwriting, you look at some of the capabilities of fraud detection uh, companies. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's wild. They go into kind of device behavior and how is X being input? Because the more fraud that gets weeded out, the better it is for those borrowers that are real borrowers. Less defaults mean lower interest rates, mm-hmm. means better access, more credit for or what would be maybe underserved customers. So as you look through and, and comb through all that data, and really understand number one, who I'm talking to is a real person. And number two, that real person, although they don't traditionally rank on a FICO level or what have you, you know, they have, you know, financial behavior that can be leveraged to understand them better and be able to serve them better. And it's really a more borrower focused, uh, way of operating, looking at that data. Yeah. We recently had a guest on the show that their software helps you understand whether or not it's a real human on the other side based upon the behavior, the types of things that they click on on the screen, how long things, I could go into that for days, but I thought that was really interesting because, you know, we always talk about credit reports. We always talk about bank balances. We talk about, you know, all of these things around the financial movement. And a lot of times we forget 
to make sure that it's a real human because synthetic IDs have become really, really big. Um, but that moves me into a question that I have for you. Can you share some specific unique challenges your customers have faced that Vergent has helped solve for them? The most common cause of bad customer experience isn't that high tech. It's embarrassingly simple. Yep, it's answering questions. In e-commerce, it's really easy to get bogged down with common questions, whether that's, where's my package? How do I return or exchange this item? Or just to cancel a subscription? SolvePath is an AI-driven customer support system that enhances the customer experience with visual formats and self-serve technology to empower your customers to handle their own support requests. Get the best customer support system for your business. Get SolvePath. Get started by visiting GetSolvePath.com. That's the key is knowing your customer. As this technology drives this to a more remote type transaction where the borrower isn't necessarily standing right in front of you, mm-hmm. that alternative data and the technologies that we bring to bear in, not just fraud side, but then post uh, know your customer data, it really helps you. It is so much easier when a customer standing in front of you. You got You got two people, they can interact. We know they're real. They know we're real. We're all in this together kind of thing. But once you get into that technology where, you know, the customer can be hundreds of miles away and the agent is in a call center, you need all the technology to bring those people as closely as you possibly can together so that they can get the borrower what they need, but also as fast as they can do it. So there's there's that tension between, you know, getting as much data and understanding as you can with speed and and convenience for the borrower. You talk about bringing them together with speed and convenience. What sets Virgin apart from the other fintech lending platforms in the market that are trying to attempt the same thing? Our key is is that we do it all. We're there from cradle to grave in the lending cycles, you know, and we bring that all together. We look at Virgin as kind of like the traffic cop. You can have all these data providers over here. You can have the thing providers over here, but Virgin is really looking at all the angles, bringing all that information together, bringing all these functionalities and capabilities to bear so that it's really just ends up being two people, the borrower and it's the lender's representative. And it makes it really simple and make sure that that each party's doing the right thing. And that's how you drive success in lending is is just distilling it down to the simplest two pieces. And you can only do that with great technology. And so I'm hearing you say that you've got a a single platform that goes from everything from the consumer deciding that they want to request that lending product all the way through till it's paid out. What about the cases where maybe they become delinquent? How do you guys handle that? Within Virgent, we have a collections platform as well um, that can really drive communication. That's the key, you know, whether that be a text whether it's phone calls, uh, you know, email, however, but then it also gives the borrower a chance to get back on track. So we have functionality around uh, deferral, forbearance, payment plans, you know, different options of breaking up. Maybe we got together and the payment was a little bit high for that borrower to, to, you know, successfully pay. 
well, we can break those payments down into smaller chunks and allow that customer to get get back on track. That's really the key is a lot of times people want to pay back, but maybe something's happened and they need to restructure that that uh, account and do something a little bit different. Vergent puts that right in front of the agent at all levels of that process and allows them to make the best decision for the customer and also the borrower. How are you helping the lenders keep up and keep that communication going, even if they haven't already become delinquent? How do, how are you helping them make sure that they have that communication going on to prevent delinquency in the cases where it's someone like myself that just accidentally forgot that they hadn't set auto pay on or meant to hit the send button, but just it didn't happen? Like, how are you helping in that situation? Virgin has smart cues that really puts the data that any given agent needs at any given time right in front of them. They could be looking at a screen and and seeing borrowers that are due today, maybe past the time at which they typically pay and immediately prompts them to say, hey, let's reach out to this customer and allows them to do that via two-way text, uh, you know, whatever way makes the most sense for that borrower at that given time of day. With Virgin being viewed as a visionary in the market and and you being the CIO, what trends are you starting to see emerge in Lintech and how are you preparing for them? So we see trends going kind of back to the middle. You know, after COVID, it was all all digital, all remote, all portals. You know, the customer is never coming into a location. We've seen that kind of swing back a little bit. I think, you know, as with a lot of things, people want to get back out. Uh, they want to get back into their routines and their routine may be, you know, coming into a branch location. So Virgin really focuses on providing the best of all the different options and that, you know, a customer can reach out to their lender whichever way they feel comfortable doing at any given time. Can you give an example of how you've adopted and adapted to that recent change from maybe beforehand to today? Yeah, so we have a new platform or kind of revamp of our platform called Omnia. That means anyway. Uh, so all the data is available in any platform. It's the same data the customer's viewing on their uh, mobile app that the agent's looking at in the in the retail view that the call center agent's looking at in their view. So it's real time. Everything's up to date. If a customer wants to make a payment, they can make a phone call. A customer wants to make a payment, they can walk into a retail location or they can pick up their cell phone, mobile device, and, and do all the same things in all places. When you look at all the software that you guys are, are working on and, and building out and you're constantly doing that, how do you ensure the quality of the software and the services as you roll out new features, especially revamping the Omnia platform? Key for us is our people. Uh, all of our employees are full-time employees, all 100% in the U.S. And that allows us a lot of control over the development cycle. It allows us to be more responsive to our customers' needs and really understand the market and focus on the key deliverables that, that are going to make the Virgin platform the best platform out there. As you talk about managing the software life cycles and doing all of the pieces to ensure that it's going out. 
What is the future of Virgin LMS and how do you plan to continue to innovate in the Lintech industry? I think expansion is the future of Virgin LMS. We're looking at, constantly looking at new markets and new opportunities uh, that can bring the the technology that's within the platform to to new people that that frankly need it. Any upcoming projects, initiatives that that help you expand as you're talking about coming up in the near future? Well, yeah, I won't get too deep into it because it's really kind of new, but we've been working with some community banks here in Mississippi on a really exciting product for us, kind of moving us into new markets and bringing, you know, lending and capability into, you know, customers that may not have had the opportunity before. So we're really excited about it. Uh, I think it, it builds off the back of our technology. Uh, updates that we have that we have with Omnia. You know, we get other opportunities in new markets to bring that technology to to more customers and more borrowers. So we're we're getting close to the end, um, but I, I want to just kind of shift gears here a little bit and and get into the advisor type role. When we talk about all the different challenges that you've come up against over the years at working with Virgin, as well as your other roles in the past, is there any advice that you would give other entrepreneurs looking to innovate in the fintech space? Absolutely. I would say that persistence is the biggest key. I've learned over my years here is that a lot of finance institutions are complacent. They may be fearful of change, but if you have the right product and the right service and you believe in it and you've got great people behind it, you need to persist through those objections because it's going to be worth it. You know, and I would go so far as to say for lenders, uh, people in those markets is to not be complacent is it's always worth it. Sometimes it's hard, you know, sometimes taking on new technology or making a change in how you do business is difficult, but I've never been on the other side of it and regretted it. It's always brought positive change to organizations uh, from top to bottom. Can you share one of those times when you had to make a pivot or made a tough decision? And then what was it that you learned from from that experience? Yeah, I can think of a, when I first started, we had a, a new customer implementation going on and there was there was some struggle there, right? There was a lot of hurdles that we needed to get past. Um, but thankfully, uh, you know, my contemporary on the other side was really dedicated to the project. We persevered through it and, you know, here we are. They're one of our best customers. We get great feedback from them, probably one of our closest partners. And, and it's, we all forgot the difficulty we had in getting it, getting it off the ground and, and look back and say, you know, what a great experience and, and a testament to what the Virgin platform can do. What was it you learned from that experience? Well, so what we did in that was we took them off of six different LMS platforms and put them all into one, which that was part of the difficulty, right? We're working with aged software with different data sets and bringing all that old data into the new platform was, was, it was difficult. We have great developers here that really worked very hard on that implementation. And, 
you know, what we learned was, is consolidating everything into one platform, having a system of record that's a real, you know, almost ERP level system uh, for a lender really allows them to transform their operations and build really huge growth. Man, they had 600 branches. They're all almost pushing 900 now. When you have multiple things you're trying to pull together that, uh, what you learn from that is that it's, it's going to be tough. But as long as you keep focused on the outcome, everything uh, tends to work out as long as you stay focused on that outcome. Yeah, absolutely. We've talked about so much. We've talked about the platform. We've talked about how you look at the Lintech industry moving forward. Is there anything that we've missed you'd like to share with the audience? I think we've had a great, great coverage into what I believe technology offers, not just the borrower, but the lender as well. Both parties can be successful in this, but the key is leveraging technology at the right places with the right information to bring those two parties together and really make it you know, a real success. Brett, I appreciate you summarizing that so well. And well, that brings us to the end of another enlightening episode of the FinTech Confidential Show. A huge thank you to Brad Tompkins for joining us today and sharing all of his insights and experiences. It's super clear that Vergent is making huge strides in the lending industry, and that we can't wait to see what they do next. Remember, the future of finance is be written by companies like Vergent and the people who'd lead them. So whether you're a budding entrepreneur or an industry veteran or just interested in the fintech space, there's always something new to learn. And join us next time as we continue to explore the fascinating world of fintech. Support provided by the Vital Credit Card. Make a statement in your wallet with a sleek metal credit card that pays you cash back when you share and spend responsibly while helping you improve your credit health. Request your invite at vital.fintechconfidential.com. This has been a production of Diamond D3 Media with all rights reserved. This is provided for informational purposes only. It is not offered or intended to be used as legal, tax, investment, financial, or other advice. We strive to provide accurate and up-to-date information, but will not be responsible for any missing facts or inaccurate information. You comply and understand that you should use any of this information at your own risk. Cryptocurrencies are highly volatile financial assets, so research and make your own financial decisions.